Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got the right where we want Prime time on Football Friday. No one comes into our house and pushes us around. 1080 The Fan. How you play today from this moment on is how you will be remembered. This is a Football Friday edition of Prime Time with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more. Football Friday with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What is up? Yeah, I'm dealing with some left foot inflammation, but I'm I'm trying I'm trying what? to play through it. What do you mean? Me and Anthony, we got left foot inflammation. You know, it feels like there's a lot of foot injuries <laughs> lately. Am I seriously like yeah. hardened foot? Yeah. Anthony, foot, you, foot. <laughs> I'm playing through it. Who else had a foot injury? I feel like, well, uh, Michael them... Michael Thomas just, uh, he got yeah, on the IR. That one was a foot. He's got a Rashad foot. Rashad Bateman. Bateman, yeah, foot. foot. You know what, bunch What's the matter of, with these guys' feet? Bunch of feet candy asses. You don't see me. Look, I'm playing through this. I got some left foot inflammation. You don't see me sitting out. So Simons is hurt. Well, again, he's got some left foot inflammation. I just thought it was kind of funny that of all like the injury reports, that's I just heard that from Buck. He's like he's questionable with left foot inflammation. I think that's just like he's got a sore foot. <laughs> well, he's not playing tonight. Is he not playing? I thought he was questionable. No, See, ESPN said he was out, but uh, I've only heard questionable so far. Bitch, be out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa! Boy, Rob coming in hot. Rob's had enough of this foot inflammation crap. Yeah, he's, he's coming out. in. I heard he was out. I will um, say, uh, actually, I have sources. Oh, you have sources. Yeah, said he was out. Mm. The uh, my they left, might even amputate his foot. My left foot actually feels fantastic because I can't feel it. It's all numb. So I don't have left foot inflammation. I have left foot numbness. Hmm. So uh, yeah, I, I think that's better yeah. than left foot inflammation. Right. I'm taking it. I'm taking it as a win. Well, today it's a great day, except that. It is so bad out there. Soaking wet. <laughs> there are rainy days. God. And then there's days like today that you just look outside and you're like, this, the F this. Buckley asked, hey, you got any plans for the weekend? And Rob just looked at him. Like he wanted to slap him. Like, what are you doing in this? Well, I mean, Nothing. you can go out to dinner and stuff, you know, play golf. You can go out and play. Uh, See, I wasn't thinking play golf. Is there one person out there that grinds through this? Oh, there's guys out there. Oh, I think there's plenty I, out yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot. Psychos, but yeah. In this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, Northwest golfers, man, they don't care. How do you putt when there's a, like a, well, you know. You do, you can't 
well, standing water, you have to just move your ball. <laughs> but uh, yeah, ideally, like if it rains too much, then you just you can't play. But there, well, normally, like when it when it rains, traffic gets crappy because people drive like idiots. But you know when it's you, it, it, it's special bad when no one's attempting anything dumb. Like we were driving in today, mm-hmm. and and traffic was awful. But everyone was going like 40, 45 miles an hour. I didn't see anyone trying to blow past anyone. Even the the, the fast lane, right? The fast lane was mostly empty. People were like, "Now nah, we're going to leave that for gunners." Everyone was just on this journey. I, I was, I was, I was kind of like warmed in my heart. Are we turning over a new leaf? I couldn't believe it. Are we getting better? I was. Are we I'm- improving? At least today, societal improvement. Either that, or I honestly think it was just so bad with the standing water. Everyone was like, "Well, I'm not going to be the idiot that gets in a wreck." Yeah, and it was it was dodgy today. Yeah, it was a lot lot Every, going on out there. everywhere you went. There was just giant puddles. Man, it's raining hard. <laughs> yes, it is. We do live in Oregon. I've become a fair weather golfer. I got to report that to you. Well, I don't know. Understand? I didn't how... used to be though. No, no, I you... used to be a, a winter warrior. Like I don't care. Just I'm going to throw on some rain gear. Let's go play. I don't have that in me anymore. Hmm. I never did. I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand hobby warriors in general. Like my whole point of hobbies is to do stuff that I enjoy. Right. <laughs> well, like, I still enjoy it if it's raining uh, or if it's cold or. Whatever. Do you? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now there are times when, like, I've I've always said in the Northwest, like, look, here's if you're a, a golfer and you move to the Northwest, you may think you can't play in the winter. Yeah. Oh, you can play in the winter, and I would say this too. Uh, <clears throat> 80% of the time that you think it's going to be bad, it's never as bad out there as you think. However, there are days like today yeah. where it's just, I mean, look at the radar, dude. It's just yeah. socked in. It's not stopping. And it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Exactly. So those days, you just say, like, all right, we'll cancel. Rain check. But other days, you know, off and on rain uh, here or there is fine. You know, the hard part is, especially in the Northwest, is when it gets, when it rains and rains and rains for months. Yeah. Then it just gets so soggy out there because right now the ground's probably pretty receptive. Sure, uh, but you know eventually it will get so soupy and yeah. Gross. When, when you go out and you hit a ball and it's yeah. in the fairway and you can't find it, and I've then, had that before. Yeah, yeah, not at Langdon Farm. No, though. driest in the area. That's right. But like you're walking around and you're just in, you're just in like six inches of mud. Yeah, and no it's good. over your shoes. No good. Fella. Oh, I just I am. I, this is why you go to Mexico. I am a fair weather hobbyist of everything i don't think there's a single thing in my life that i enjoy doing that you were like hey do you want to do it in miserable conditions that i'd be like yeah man let's go like people run those tough mutters like i understand like wanting to test yourself but then they run them like in the middle of december or november like can we do that in august can we do it when it's a little it's a little bit nicer i i don't i just don't understand in general i like i understand stuff being physically challenging and wanting that but Putting it in miserable conditions or surfing, right? It's like, hey, do you want to go surfing? Yeah, I love surfing. Do you want to go on the Oregon coast in November? Well, no, because it's... Well, I think it's just that they're addicted. The water's 36 degrees. Yeah, but they don't care. No. It's surfing. Yeah. They're addicted. (laughs) That's the way I used to feel about golf, and I am addicted to golf. I love golf. Mm. However, it's not worth it anymore (laughs) to play in, you know... I mean, I wouldn't play today, but I just mean like... I don't know. It's got to be a decent day for me, and it's got to be kind of guaranteed decent day yeah. for me to get out there yeah. in I'll, the winter. I'll practice more now. <laughs> yeah. You practice go, in the sure. winter. Sure. Yeah, I have a buddy of mine that I mostly play with, and and he just knows. And, and we're kind of in the same page where it, even when it's a little mm-hmm. bit raining, we're both waiting for the other one to pull the shoot on it. So we do like that back-and-forth text, hey, uh, you look at the radar today? 
yeah, I don't know. We could probably squeeze it in, but uh, we might get caught in the rain, and then we're just waiting for one of us to be like, hey, you just want to go drinking in the clubhouse instead? Yeah, let's just do that. Yeah. And then you do the, hey, you know, if it clears up, we'll go out there. When in reality, you have no plans of going out there. It's just an excuse to get together and have some wine. I will say, though, there are those times when you get out there and you go, what have I done? Yeah. This is awful. (laughs) Do you pull the cord or are you like, I paid, I'm going? I'll pull the cord at nine if it's really bad. Yeah. But generally. (laughs) You you plow through it. (laughs) Let's go. I'm out here. We're out here. We made the decision. Made a couple birdies. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it. (laughs) Winter rules. And by the way, for the people, uh, I've had several. uh, I do not have diabetes. My foot is not. (laughs) A lot of people concerned about the numbness uh, in the foot. Well, I wasn't concerned. No, people. And several people were like, hey, that could be a serious thing. No, we're we're all good here. How do you know it's not serious? Well, it's a it's a nerve. It's like a No, I think you're dying. It's a nerve thing. So I, I think it's cancer. <laughs> just just lop it off. Have you been te- Yes. You don't want it to spread. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's it's numb. Let's get you a club foot. Ooh, let's get you one of those Oscar Pistorius. Oh, yeah. Uh, like a Blade Runner Laser leg? blades? Yeah. How cool would that be? Well, I've always wanted like a cool robot arm. Like you see those? Like uh, Marvel style Bucky, whatever that Winter Soldier is. Can I get one of those, but like with a leg? Because this left leg at this point is doing nothing for me. I'm open to the idea of some sort of robotics. Let's go, Elon. <clears throat> well, big show today. Although I've said that all week. You have. It's been a good week. Yeah, we're pl- you know we're right in the heart of it. Um, you know the boss wants us around in the winter. Yeah. Or I mean in the fall. You know, football and everything. And uh, I see why. Yeah, There's a lot going on. Yeah. Although we're last, holding it down. Last night hurt. It hurt me a little bit. Uh, the Astros. Yeah. What a great game that was. It was, but I, I really thought, I, I thought the Phillies had it. I did. I thought that the, the momentum was there. Boy, and... I sure didn't. You didn't? Oh, you mean the series or the game? The game. No. 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 When they fell behind three to one, because it was two to one for a while, and then the Astros scratched one across, and it was like, mm, I don't see it. When they, but got, they got close, though. when they got close, I just thought that well, we'll get into it. But that that at bat, the the two of them by what. Uh, was that Marsh and Schwarber were just terrible at bats with the tying run ninety feet away? But when they got that, when when they got the couple guys on, and was it Segura that that uh, that knocked in the, the yeah that, the, the that second run gave you a little hope. I I was like, all right, this is this is it. Good I'm ball like, game. This is this is Philly's this is Philly's game. That was a good ball game. Yeah. And I thought Schwarber, you know, Schwarber almost got a hit. It was just a nice play. Yeah, at the end of that. By but, Mancini. Yeah, but boy, why are you, and, and that's why I said it was more Marsh, but Schwarber did the same thing up there. Boy, they were just, they were trying to end that thing with one swing. Yeah, 90 feet away. Especially Marsh. He, just a fly ball. A fly ball. Well, that's a good pitcher. I mean, the Astros, you know, damn it, they're too good. Yeah. They well, just keep throwing arms at you. And you're right, two two good defensive plays, the one at first yeah. on Schwarber. Great defensive And then the uh, was it Tucker that had the catch up you know against that, the wall? No, it was McCormick. McCormick. You know he's from Philly? He's yeah, they were saying that, boy. like he grew up like watching the Phillies. <sighs> well, let it drop then. Damn yeah, it. He should have, yeah, you're right. He should have dropped <laughs> Tank it. Tank that thing. Wouldn't that have been awesome? <laughs> is there? Is that ever happened in sports? Where <laughs> someone tanks? Yeah, well, not, it, it not was that. called the Black Sox. I just mean like makes a like makes a play for the other team on purpose. <laughs> Well, again, I'm pretty sure that's just throwing the game and gambling. But if that had Give me happened, examples. Well, again, I think the only one we can point to is is maybe that's the, it? the Black Sox. I'm sure more. it's ha- I'm sure it's happened. But you're telling me out the history of sports, especially in the only days that someone didn't have a couple bucks riding on it. Oh, I guarantee. I want to know all of those. Instances. Well, Chris Webber, man, you want to point that one out? Some people really believe the, the timeout. Yeah, some people believe that that he was I believe it. that he he had uh, mob ties and it was not a like. 
uh, you owe us some bucks uh, sort of thing. It was like, you owe us some bucks, and uh, you know we'll put one in you. I, you... Can, I can buy that conspiracy theory. Yeah. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. The Chris Webber one, I buy. Yeah. And he's never spoke about nope, it. He won't talk about no, it. No, he won't, because I think that someone's got the fear of God. I mean, come on. Him. Time out? Time out? Yeah. Really? I'm just saying, that's the between that and Donahue are probably the only two uh, like modern ones that I can think of. There, oh, Arizona State had a point shaving one, didn't they? I don't know. ACU and Providence, there was a couple point shavers. Yeah, they did a, um, I don't know if it was a 30 for 30, but they, or there, there was a documentary series yeah. called Bad Sport or something, something like, like that. that on Netflix that yeah. they documented the ASU one, and it was like, what, late 80s, something, something like that? Something like that. Look, I, I love to, it. to think that if, if you're up by 20 points and the spread is 12, and you're some college kid that didn't make any money, and someone's like, hey, man, you want 10 grand, and all you need to do is win by, you know, win by nine as opposed to winning by 19, I totally can see how that happens and happens plenty. Well, McCormick should have dropped that ball. Would have been nice. On purpose. Would have been nice. Like do, I said, it, I, do it for your city. I Chaz. thought I thought Philly had it. I thought they had the momentum, and now, unfortunately, the Astros have them by the, the Curlies. All right. Um, like I said, I think we got another good one for you. I don't know, but... Let's see what happens. I feel like on paper it looks pretty good. Joey Harrington, 530. Set your college football DVR. And we've got Pac-12 football yeah. tonight. It's the Pac-12. Let's get into that. It's part of the, uh, the uh, poll question. So we'll do that uh, when we get back. All right. Thanks for being with us. Friday. Hope you're staying dry out there. Okay. 313 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Before we get to our poll question, I was looking at uh, famous point shaving scandals in sports because we were talking about Chaz McCormick. Uh, he's from Philly. So why not just drop that ball <laughs> for your city? Yeah. Do something. So Do something for the good people of Philadelphia. You brought up the Black Sox scandal, obviously the most yeah. famous one, and Tim Donaghy, the most recent one. Um, we also have, we forgot about this one, the Boston College one. 
Hen- the Henry Hill one? Oh, yeah. With the mobsters? Yeah, Henry Hill City. was Ray Liotta's character in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, and that was real. They they bought off some Boston yep. College players. There is the Dixie Classic point-shaving scandal in 1961. Don't remember that? Because that well, I was negative almost 30. Mobsters in New York, again. Mm-hmm. There's a theme here. And they called... So the Dixie Classic was a basketball tournament. They called the, the head cheese of the North Carolina school universities down um or up i guess i should say to uh to tell him hey there's some kids on the take both at north carolina and north carolina state and he proceeded to cancel the tournament and sanction both teams oh okay and you have the uh community college of new york point shaving scandal of 1950 where they were bribing players um or i say bribing player players offering them money to throw games and one kid didn't want to do it, and so he took it to the attorney general. Hmm. And uh, apparently he said he was threatened with a, a handgun. <laughs> How about that, Jason? Right. A handgun. Well, and then the people were pointing out it was the it was ASU, and it was against Oregon State, the point shaving thing. And that was in the early 90s. That's right, Who was, it was that? Steve Smith. Uh, that Not that Steve Smith, but the other Steve so Smith. So it was just one player on Arizona State? Uh, I thought it was more than that, but people were pointing out that that was... Yeah, in the documentary, he was at the center of it, and I think he let his roommate in on it and said, like, look, yo, if you help me out with this, yeah. like, we can't lose. And his whole thing was, you're telling me I can still win ball games yes. and I just control the outcome? That's, yeah. that's all it needs to be? And Because he wasn't, I think he was pretty adamant, he wasn't taking games uh, that they were, you know, where he was going to turn gonna a win lose. into a loss. Yeah, yeah. He, he was going, how, well then, so it's just like, hey, play well? You, no, no, no. I mean, what is he supposed make, to do? Make sure you don't win by more than twelve or yeah. whatever. You know, yeah. like, like when you were it, playing when you were playing number. bad teams that you felt very comfortable being able to control the score. There you go. And then uh, the other one too is uh, people don't remember this one. It was again way back when. Um, but the NFL suspended Alex Karras and Paul Horning, who were two of their more marquee players, especially Paul Horning. They suspended them for an entire year. And neither one of those guys rolled over on anyone. They had opportunities to get themselves out of it, and they kept their mouth shut. You want to take a guess why they kept their mouth shut? Threats. Yeah, a little something called the mob. So, I mean, I, I don't know how. It's always one of those the situations where they say, well, if these are the ones we know about, how many others don't we? And I, and I don't know over the years in sports, you know, how much of this went on um, or if it was just, you know, a couple isolated incidences and people did get caught. But I'm also not naive enough to believe that these are the only ones, the only time you get caught. It's like if you get caught cheating or something, you're like, oh, it was my first time. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Well, now there's a lot of money in sports. but I think it's a lot harder to do. If you look at college, still lower level college, you know, it would be, I think it would be easy to do. Well, that was, who did we, who was the the gambling guy? Brandon Lang. Brandon Lang used to talk about this. And, you know, some people think that he's kind of a a blowhard. And he's got, he's a big media personality like that. I haven't heard about him in years. Yeah. Is he still alive? uh, Brandon Lang still with us? I'm sure he's still kicking around somewhere. But can you make a strong case that that guy is probably pretty familiar with the comings and goings of gambling in Las Vegas, right? And I think he knows some people. And he used to always say, don't pay attention to Ohio State, Michigan, right? He goes, there's too many eyeballs on there, too much scrutiny. He said, you pay attention to the mat game on a, you know, that kicks off at 630 on a Saturday night. He said, those are the ones that you pay attention to. Because it's not millions of dollars, you know, that people are swinging for the fences on this, but... 
you know, for a lot of people, it's an easy way to make 50 grand, a lot of, you know, 75, 100 grand, and no one pays any attention because it's the Mac or it's just some other anonymous, you know, game that no one gives two S's about. And that makes total sense. Deal says, don't forget about Western University point shaving. Uh, that was in the documentary. You may remember Blue oh, Chips. Yeah, yeah, Blue yeah. Chips. Hey, but the, you know, remember in that movie, Shaquille O'Neal did nothing wrong. With Nick Nolte. I like that he made sure in the script that he wasn't complicit in anything. How great was Nolte in that? How great were all of them? Neon Badeau and what was Butch? What was Aunt, what was Penny Hardaway's name? Butch something. He was Butch, and then they Butch had McCray, that, and then they had was. that Ricky kid who was like a bastard. Uh, he, Larry poor Bird. Larry, who, yeah. Yeah, they, who they couldn't get an NBA player for. There was a uh, the ESPN again. One of those little just like e shorts that they did on that. They they said that those games for that movie were really really competitive. Those were all like Bobby Hurley played. Uh, like they used real college teams. So like Bobby Hurley was playing for Indiana in that, and they said that like when they got to film, they kind of thought that they were going to script everything, and they basically ended up just rolling the ball out and being like, "Dude, go play." And they said these guys all took this uber uber competitive, and it turned out to be these great basketball scenes simply because you had guys that wanted to compete. And then I, the other aspect of it, I think that I remember from, and I don't know if it was the same thing I saw that you did, but I believe Penny was a year behind. Shaq, and so they were together on that movie, though, before the Magic had drafted Penny, and Shaq was like, yo, do whatever you need to do, go, go, get, <laughs> go that get that guy. guy. Like, we've got a chemistry, we've got a thing, he can ball, and they, they learned that on that set. Look at that, the movie Blue Chips, making dreams come true. Uh, and I misspoke, I said Community College of New York, City College ah, of New York. City <sighs> College. All right, you ready for the poll question? I'm ready for corruption. No one ever offered me any money to throw a game at BYU, and that bums me out. You would have taken it. I could have. You want to think about how easy it would have been as the center to shave points? Yeah, offensive lineman would be a good guy to go to. Yeah, you never. You always talk about the quarterback or the running back, but believe me, I could come up with a fumble or two or a oops, missed that blitz, easily could have shaved points. Not a moral oak like you, though. <laughs> I believe no one. No, you wouldn't succumb to that. No one, not even a like a, a mention of impropriety. Well, maybe that shows you just how little it's happening, or if it is happening, it's happening at places that yeah. uh, well aren't BYU. Yeah, you should have sought me out. <laughs> like BYU would be like the one place. <laughs> like if you're a criminal, I don't think you're seeking out the uh, the BYU athletes to no, screw things up. They, they screwed up. They had an opportunity. They'll go tell on you. AAA Heating and Cooling, family business, helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. It's our poll question. It's on Twitter, at 1080thefan. And today we're asking you, which minor upset are you most certain will take place this weekend? LSU over Alabama. Oregon State over Washington. Tennessee over Georgia. Or Notre Dame over Clemson. Vote, vote, excuse me, hard. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to take my beefs. I'm taking my Beavers. And I don't feel great about any of those, but I bet on Oregon State. So uh, I, I think Oregon State is better than Washington. And now, I, is it a monsoon up there like it is down here? I think it's supposed to be pretty bad. I don't know if it's going to be, uh, you know, some of the conditions that I think what people were talking about, I think they backed off on those a little bit, but it's it's not going to be great. Um, so, you know, Washington's ability to throw the ball, but Washington's run defense is pretty good. So I just think you've got a battle of, of uh, you know, in, in sloggy conditions, I still think it benefits uh, Oregon Whoa. State. I was just looking at the Seattle radar. What do we got? Well, it doesn't look good. No? But they're getting a, br- a little bit of a break. Wind right advisory now. through 11 p.m., though, okay. and uh, uh, flood area watch until 5 p.m. Oh, right. it's 5 p.m. Saturday, that is. So, yeah, might be wet. Yeah, they're getting a break right now, but it looks like it's going to be raining later. 
Um, and Oregon State, you know, they run the ball. If they if they run for, I think I saw today they said uh, if they run for 175 or more, they're six and zero. But Washington has only allowed that twice. Yeah, like Washington's defense is bad, but it's mostly their secondary. Their run defense, I think, is second in the conference, second or third in the conference. And the other one is Oregon State. They both have really good run defenses. I, Oregon State has a really good secondary. I just don't have a lot of faith in Washington. And I, I think Oregon State, even with you know a, a non-stellar quarterback, um, and it looks like it's going to be Branson again, I, I still think they're better than Washington. I know it's on the road and that's a little spooky, but I'm, I believe in Oregon State. Well, much like um, I, we all hate that the Astros are good. Yeah. I hate that Brian Kelly is good. I know. But he is. Mm-hmm. And I sort of feel like LSU might beat Alabama. That's a that's a 14-point spread. I know. But in, I, at LSU. Be careful. Yeah, yeah, dude, Alabama hasn't looked quite the same. And LSU, Jalen Daniels, pretty good. He's starting to play a little better. Brian Kelly's getting it together. So that's one to keep an eye on. Now, the other, you could make the argument, that too, that I think this is why it's a 14-point spread. Um, their best team that they played was Tennessee, and Tennessee woodshedded them. So... You know, maybe there's the belief that that Alabama's offense is going to do that because they came alive a little bit against Tennessee. Well, the loser of the uh, Oregon State Washington game is certainly out of the Pac-12 title race. They're both uh, right now. They're both two back. They're both three and two in the league. So the winner, you know, stays in it. Yeah, I mean, but you, you need help. You would need, you know. Well, no. Look, if Oregon State wins this game tonight, they're four and two, and then obviously you'd have to beat Oregon at the end of the year. You'd have to have Oregon lose. You'd have game. to have Oregon lose one more game, yeah. which is entirely possible. I mean, they're sure. playing Utah and the rival Washington, so uh, Oregon State. Well, well, both of them are still in this because they both still get to play Oregon. They still get their chance to knock Oregon off. But you still need USC and UCLA as well, because remember, there's I mean, no. Look, I'm just all I'm saying is you need some help. Yeah, but it does. It keeps you. It keeps you're your heartbeat alive. You lose tonight, yes. you're out of it. Like yes. this is a big game up there. Absolutely, and I think it's a big one for Oregon State to kind of prove that. Um, you know, I, I mean, you've beaten Washington before, but you know, you, you're you're trying to. You're trying to be more than just a good team. You're trying to be more than just a a bowl team. And I think if you're if you're trying to make that that case that you're taking that next step, to your point, you got to stay alive in the race and make that civil war meaningful and and this is a game that you have to have against a Washington team that isn't that good. All right, there's pull. Vote vote hard. Did you see their snow on the field in Boulder? They got 7 inches of snow down there. That is a lot of snow over there. Are we is it supposed to be snowing during think, the game? I thought I read that I don't I I don't know. I got to go dig into that, but I thought I read that it was just a just a one time one timer yeah. uh, right now. But uh, Denver got like five inches, and Boulder got uh, six point seven inches to be exact. Colorado's best chance in that game might be to leave all seven inches on the field, and then like throw another five and just have to play like in waist deep snow. Maybe, maybe then they beat Oregon, but I don't think so. I, yeah. I think that would be worse for them. <laughs> I don't think so. I, playing in knee deep snow, uh, you've got. I, I think that takes the the speed athleticism God. advantage. I think that takes it way Levels down. Levels the playing field that a little bit. That would be awesome. It'd be a lot more interesting than what you're going to see. Hmm. All right, my God, the Astros just won't stop. I know. Let's get to some World Series chatter Damn next. It. Here's Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So I looked up the uh, <clears throat> excuse me the forecast in Boulder. So they got 6.7 inches of snow. That's a good snow. Denver, a little under five inches. But tomorrow it's supposed to be 58 degrees. Oh, there you go. So that'll be all melted off, and if they you know they'll shove it off to the side. If anything remains, they'll be fine. Cool and crisp. Well, the Astros are up three-two on our Phillies. Yeah, your and my Philadelphia it's a, Phillies. It's a bummer. Great game last night. Yeah, it was. Like, that was really good. But the Astros pitching is just too good. Yeah, I mean... It's too good, man. I Their don't... pen... Here, you want some numbers? Yeah, what do they got? The Astros' bullpen has a .88 ERA in these playoffs. Good Lord. They have given up five earned runs in 51-plus innings. And one of them was last night. It's just not... They're just good. Well, and was... there's just a myriad of arms they throw at Yeah. I just thought, you know, that, that Philly had that look. And by the way, I, I still don't think it's over. Far from it. Um, you know, it's just, like you said, a couple big plays. Schwarber had that one down the line that if he's not uh, if, if he's not holding him on the bag, that gets through. And then, of course, the amazing play out there by uh, McCormick against the wall. You know, it was, it, it, was like, it was just, you know, one or two extra plays there by, uh, by Houston. And then that extra run that they had. Felt like at the end of that game, Philly kept digging themselves holes and getting out of them. And then that one insurance run just ended up being too much. Did you see the... Uh... But I really did. I, I thought that was a terrible at-bat uh, by Marsh when they had, what, first and third with one out. How you don't even make contact. I mean, he's up there swinging from his shoes. And they were even talking about it on the broadcast. I think after the second one, they were like, you have to make this the shortest swing possible. Find a way, somehow, some way to put the ball in play or get it up in the air. And what does he do again? He goes up there and he's swinging from his shoes. You know how they always say, right guy, right spot? Yeah. That was not right guy, right spot. No. Because a lot of guys, they won't change what they do. Yes. Right? And so... Sometimes you just get the you get a guy that's probably not best suited for that spot. This is why this is one of the things that I, I mean, like nothing is underrated about Derek Jeter. Yeah. But if you gave me one hitter and you put him in the box and said, okay, give him the situation, say here's what I need from you. I want Derek Jeter in that box over anybody else yeah. in in all the scenarios. Like he could muscle up if he needed to. He yep. would he would uh, move a runner over if he needed to. He he just always seemed. To, he handled the bat so well that and understood what to do and could do it all 
to the point where that's the one guy I want up there. Brandon Marsh is obviously not that guy. Well, I was just I just thought it was a very like you said, maybe guys just refuse to change their approach, but I just don't know how you don't go up there with a mentality of, dude, we got the you have two outs to get the the, the guy ninety feet, just a, a fly ball, a fly ball, and this game is tied. And then I know Schwarber ended up having after that he ended up having the line drive where the great play was made at, at first base, but he went up there in his first five cuts, same thing. He ended up on his knee at one point. He was swinging so hard on one of those breaking balls, and for a guy that's pretty patient, although he strikes out a lot. Again, I just thought it was very poor. We always talk about situational football, right? And situational football wins games. I thought situational baseball last night with Marsh and Schwarber, I thought that cost the Phillies when they had really the the, the best opportunity you were going to get to tie that game. Phillies won for their last 22 with runners in scoring position. That's a killer. It's not going to get it done. No. Seven of the last nine teams to go home up 3-2 in the World Series ended up winning it. Yeah. So it's uh, all pointing Astros, and you got to give them credit. They've done what they needed to do the last two games because yes. the Phillies came out firing, and yeah. uh, the defense, pitching, timely hitting, like they're doing you know, it all. Verlander, they say it was a, it was what, 20... Was it 2008, 2006, the last time he got a win in the World Series? I thought he didn't have one. No, I think he'd never had one. Yeah, he oh, was, I thought he, he had one. O- no, he was 0 for. Maybe they were saying that was his first appearance then in the World Series with the Tigers. Um, but the gap, I mean. He never won. It was the damnedest one. thing. That guy's a great pitcher, Hall he's of Famer. Terrible There's a little bit of the Kershaw thing. Never won in the World Series until last night. Yeah. And he said his, he said his uh, fastball wasn't working last night. And to his credit, they did an interview with him on there. And he said, yeah, we just switched it up. About the third or fourth inning wasn't easy to do, but that's what got me through it. Well, I mean, give I I give that guy credit. Um, you know, I, I, whether he you seems want, seems like a good dude, doesn't he? I hate to say this, but he kind of he's a little douchey. But he got Kate Upton. I know. Let's give him a standing O. Well, it's it's is he still with her? Yeah, they're still together. They're still married. But yeah, 2006. He played in the World Series in 2006 for the first time, and here we are in 2022, yeah. and he just got his first just World his Series win. He's been in. How, I think he was like 0 and 6. I think he was 0 for 6 or 0 for 7 before last night when he got it. So, I mean, I if you like Justin Verlander, I guess good for Justin Verlander. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to say that he's all right. Are for you me, softening? Only... Are you softening on the Astros? I feel like no, you are. I just feel like I got to call it like I see him, and I think he seems like a pretty decent dude. The one person I'd be pleased for is Dusty Baker. He he's been doing this forever and has not gotten over the hump. Dusty and his wristbands. Yep. Eh. You don't have to. You know. eh, I don't know. A little giant fan in you there. I kind of want him to screw it up like he's known to do. <laughs> I mean, how many other guys managed World Series 20 years apart? This is the same year 20 years ago that the Giants lost to the Astros. Or, right. excuse me, the Angels. Hey, he's on that. He's on the Justin Verlander thing. They're on that 20-year let's go. Yeah, so before last night, Verlander had started eight World Series games, mm-hmm. and he was 0-6. and And his ERA, 5.7. And yet you didn't hear about him in a Kershaw-like way. Well, they've been talking about it, but it's, you know, I don't know. The Astros are so damn good. Like, it's not. It, it's never really cost his team, or at least this year it's not cost, you know. Yeah. And then last night he won, so yeah. you're not hearing about yeah, either it. Either way, screw you. Who do you think, well, screw me. Who do you think won the ratings battle? We were talking about this, so it was kind of cool last night. You had Philadelphia against Houston in baseball yeah. in the World Series, and you had Philadelphia against Houston in football. On Thursday night, you're saying who won overall? Who won in Philadelphia? The rate in Philly. I'm interested in the in the ratings in Philly. In Philly, in Houston. Yeah. My God, are they even watching the Texans (laughs) when the Astros are doing this? Well, I just saw from a national basis the the 
they're saying that the Amazon Thursday night games, even though they haven't been very good, are averaging around $13 million. And Game 3 of the World Series said it was the lowest and like the sixth lowest of all time. It was brutal. But they got just over eleven. So on a national basis, isn't it amazing that some crappy Chicago Bears game is getting 2 million more viewers than a World Series game? So I, I know on a national basis the NFL won. In Philadelphia, I got to believe, have to believe, that the Phillies the, the Phillies won that battle. It might have been a lot closer than it was in Houston, but I, more people watch the, the Phillies than the Eagles in, in, in that city. So the, the streaming Amazon numbers, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, but the Eagles were on local television, obviously in Philly. Mm-hmm. At least I think. Yeah, they don't black those out, right? I don't think. Pretty sure locally you get them. Well, there is a TV rating number here, so I assume they do. Yeah. So in Houston, World Series Game Five, twenty-five point five rating. Okay. This is in Houston. Mm-hmm. Care to guess Thursday night football? In Houston. In Houston. <sighs> Uh, the baseball game got 25.5. 16. 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, any, if you were watching a sporting event in Houston, you were watching the World Series. Yeah, that's bad. I've never seen an NFL rating that bad in the city where the team is playing. No, that's really bad. That's now, unbelievable. Now, if you do remember years ago when Houston was good, the, the Astros were going through their tanking process, you remember that? Their ratings were so bad on their local TV deal, they had a Comcast Sportsnet, that they didn't register. They did not get a point. They, they didn't get a one anything. It was a point something. That's how bad it was. And now look at them. Philly, 25.9. All right, it's about the same. For the World Series game. Yeah, about the same. Yeah. Thursday Night Football. Well, now this is interesting because is there just so many, is there only so many sports fans and this number is going to be really low? Or is it just Philadelphia? I'll, I'll give me like 10. 8.7. Okay. So I do think that there is something to the fact that there's only so many people that are going to watch sports, and it, it kind of fillets it. Makes you wonder, by the way, when the uh, Christmas Day games roll around in the NBA, and it's going head to head with the NFL. <laughs> you want to talk about a yeah, bloodbath? I, I can't imagine. Wait, did the did the NFL do Christmas games last year? No, this, this the, is the, this first, the year. first year, and they're doing a lot of. I think they're doing a lot of the same Z's uh, teams, like cities. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll double check that, but I'm pretty sure that there's a couple cross like, you know. I love it, that they did that. Yeah. Because if, the NBA, Christmas Day sucks. I mean, look, it's nice that the NBA plays games on Christmas Day because it used to be no, no sports Well, on it was Christmas kind of Day. their thing. They they took it as like, we're going to own yeah. this and, and use it to jumpstart the second half of the season. Yeah, that's nice, but uh, screw yeah, you. Yeah. Move over. Yeah, NFL. Well, <laughs> NFL's like, NFL's yeah, no, I don't through. think so. That's adorable. Let me tussle your hair here and move you out of the way. All right. Um a few other thoughts on the World Series, and then we will get to 1080 The Vol. Ooh. Did you know the fan is becoming uh, 1080 The Vol West? Uh, I will tell you this. Volunteer I, West. I did not realize this until you just said it. I worked out today in a Tennessee volunteer T-shirt. God, more evidence. I didn't even think about that. More evidence. But uh, subconsciously, I knew that, because uh, I got mindful when Wilcox was the coordinator there, and I subconsciously put it on today. Why? 1080 the ball. We'll get to those items coming up. It is 346 on the fan. So the NFL games this year on Christmas. You ready? There are three. Packers at Dolphins, 10 a.m. Broncos at Rams, 130. 
By the way, this won't make any impact, but these teams stink, and this is the problem the NFL's had in some of these primetime games. At the beginning of the year, these would have all been great matchups, but right now three of the four teams suck. And 520, Buccaneers, Cardinals. Ah. So it's basically the five teams that disappointed us this year. Yeah, pretty much. And then the Dolphins. And then Miami. It was been like, ah, yeah. A little bright light. They've been all right. They should have better flexibility on those games, you know? I mean, I get that as you get closer to, you can't, but. Yeah. I think um, the only ones that you can flex are the Sunday night games. Everything else stays put. Remember, the Thursday games, everyone has to play one, and you can't flex Monday night games. And what day is Christmas? It's a Sunday. It's a Sunday? Yeah. So most of the games in the NFL that weekend are on Saturday. Yeah. And then they'll play those three on Sunday, and then there is there is a Monday night game. It's Chargers-Colts. So that is the one thing. Another you, team that disappointed us. Yeah. You can't flex any game when you're talking about uh, changing the actual date of it. You can only do it when there's a time during the day. Well, you could flex teams, like you could do it now and flex teams to different time slots. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I'm just saying, they, I don't know, There's there's got to be a way to just be more flexible with some of these games, because they do it with Sunday night, yeah. and I get you can't do it the week of, obviously, but I, I mean, looking ahead, you should be able to play around a little bit more, I think. You'd have to be able to do it way in advance, because again, you got travel and yeah. all that stuff, and hotels and private planes. and Yeah, I'd just... wonder how long uh, uh, in advance they would need, but um, and maybe, obviously, they would... Uh, I'm guessing it's the NFL, if they could do it, they would. Sure. And and by the way, these games are all going to get monster numbers. Are you kidding me? You're oh, sitting, I'll be watching. You're, you're sitting around on Christmas, and Dude, I'm going to be in Mexico somewhere, and I promise you I'm going to be watching from the beach with a margarita. It's like the NFL is if, – if Thursday Night Football on Amazon has taught us anything, like have we had – I've got to go back. Have we had – I know week one was a really good Thursday Night matchup, but that wasn't on Amazon. Remember, that was the one that was that we, Bill's Rams. That was Bill's and Rams. that ended up not being a good No, matchup. but at least at the beginning, it was like Super Bowl champs, Buffalo Bills, like this is going to be a good one. But have we had a single good Thursday Night game since? I, I wouldn't say good. Wasn't that Chargers Broncos? Or was Chargers Broncos that was so entertaining? Well, the first was that Monday the first night? one was uh, that they did a week two was Chiefs Chargers. It was twenty seven twenty four. So Ooh, that was a good was one. Close. There you go. There's one. And since then, we've just had we've had duds, and it and it hasn't mattered. Like people tune in no matter what. And on Christmas Day, that's the beauty of the NFL is you don't need marquee matchups. You really don't. I mean. The Lions play on Thursday or on uh, Thanksgiving, for heaven's sakes, and it does a monster number every year. I just feel like those Thursday games, like the Bears and the Lions, are playing they in that thing. Kill and, that one too. I know. Get out of Detroit. Yeah. Although I think, are the Bills playing against them this year? I want to. I want to say there's a there's at least at least one good team in that matchup who people are going to care about Ooh. seeing. All right, let's get our Thanksgiving games here. Just so you guys. I mean, that's coming up. My God, that's like two weeks. Three I know weeks. it's crazy. God. Right around the corner. But, right. you know, it's that one of the problems that in the NFL this yeah, year. Yeah, Bills at Lions. Bills, Lions. Are you telling me that's a good game? Well, no. It's not. No, but at least you get a good team. You get a good team. Giants-Cowboys should be good. Yeah, Giants-Cowboys in Dallas, and then Patriots-Vikings. Yeah. So, so far we've had yeah. we've had the Chargers and Chiefs. We've had the Steelers and Browns. We've had the Dolphins and the Bengals. The Colts and the Broncos. Dolphins-Bengals? Dolphins-Bengals. I don't was, remember that game. Uh, isn't that the one where two... Uh, that was the one where Tua went unconscious. Went unconscious. It was, it was his second hit after yep. the Sunday. These yeah. are the Thursday night games. Thursday night games. Colts Broncos, which set football back twenty years. That was twelve to nine. Oof. And then we had the Commies versus the Bears, which set football back another twenty years. Mm. Uh, and then what you had? You had the Saints and Cardinals. I mean, it's just. And then Ravens Bucks and Eagles Texans. I mean, and then coming up, we got the Falcons Panthers. 
Titans, Packers. I mean, a lot of these teams have just underperformed. Falcons, Panthers next week? Falcons, Panthers. Again? Yeah. We just watched them. It was actually a good game. <laughs> that actually ended up being a good game. Who would have thought if you were to go through and say, all right, these are the games, that that might be one that you watched? That was a really entertaining game. Quick note. Um, <clears throat> well, first of all, one one other thing on the World Series. Two things on the World Series. Uh, Philadelphia, if they win uh, the World Series, we've been telling you that it, that could be bad for your portfolio. Yeah. Because anytime the A's or the Phillies of Philadelphia have won the World Series, it has meant a recession. Every year it's happened. Did you know that? Yeah, I saw something floating around on the uh, internet about that, trying to get me to root for the Astros, and uh, it's not going to happen. So the Philadelphia A's won the 1929 World Series just two weeks before the crash that fueled the Great Depression. Yeah. The Phillies beat my Royals in 1980, right as rising prices and falling stocks, mass layoffs, meant uh, Jimmy Carter got the boot for Ronnie R., hmm. your boy. My boy. And then the Phillies won in 2008... Uh, just before the Great Recession that put millions out of work. Well, so, so they win this time. Of course, we're teetering on a recession. But the Astros right now look like they're in uh, command. So what you're saying is spend, 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 rack up that credit yeah, card debt. Yeah, I think things are looking up. Let's do this. Go Astros. Yeah. Uh, the other one is uh, Buck told us that Mattress Mac is getting the first pitch uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I guess there was some sort of like a write-in vote for Mattress Mac for like Prom King, and now yeah, he's... the Action Network is reporting there was a petition for him to throw out the first pitch, and it got over a hundred thousand signatures. So yeah, he's doing it. People well, love that game. They do, I guess. Well, I mean, if you're in Houston, this is a dude oh, that he's I mean, your guy. Yeah. Now, imagine imagine your team having that fan. Yeah. If you if we had uh, well if you had some Allen type character running around. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you're a Giants fan, Buck. Like, do you have famous? Fan, like I know when I was there, um, Steve Perry, I guess, is a big Giants he guy. He's yeah. a big Giants guy, and he sings the long. Yeah, Robin, they, Robin Williams was too. R.I.P. He was. He would go out and throw out the first pitch in the in playoff series pretty frequently. Huey Lewis and the News are big Giants fans. See, but for it, the Royals, we had Buck O'Neill. Do you remember Buck? O'Neal? I do remember Buck O'Neill. He was a Royals guy. Yeah, and he'd have his home. He'd he'd sit in the same seat every game, and people would go up to him, and shake his hand. Uh, old uh, Negro League player, mm-hmm. um, just a beacon of baseball knowledge he was the royals guy we i mean i guess portland we have darth blazer and we have dancing lady like come on like we don't have a lot of great ron sloy yeah ron sloy and yeah there you beautifully go. tanned face is he still going to games down there i know he's more in palm springs these days i don't know if he's still down there oh ronnie but the idea like imagine if you just had one guy for your team that was that was not a celebrity, but you knew that that dude was betting $75 million on your team to win stuff, that dude would instantly become the greatest thing happening in your city. Well, he, he bet $10 million. Yeah, he would win. He could win $7.5 yeah. but it's all just to offset yeah. all the furniture losses from his... I mean, it's but kind yeah, of... every fan loves the guy that's they love that. throwing that well, kind of coin. But they the said that if yeah. he, they said if the Astros win this, I think they, they, they said that Mattress Mac will stand to collect the biggest single payout. Correct. In that we've had in, in legalized U.S. gambling. That is right. The fact that you, if, if you're in that city, and imagine if the Blazers got there, or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, team that you root for, and they get there, and you've got a guy that lays that kind of cheddar down, whether it's to hedge your bet against mattress sales or not, that guy instantly becomes beloved by that city. Trouble in Seattle, and is 1080 the fan becoming Vol West <laughs> next on the fan? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.